It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Trots Talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz. Kira, very good morning, everyone. Welcome into Trots Talk. Greg O'Connor with you for the next hour. Hope your weekend's gone well here in Canterbury today. No harness racing, which is unusual. We go further south to Awamaru, where they have a 10-race program there, underway 12.43. The focus of the show today will be on that meeting. We'll catch up with local legend Phil Williamson very shortly. A couple of drivers to follow in the Southern Man segment, Ben Hope and John Morrison. Of course, Ben back from his recent sojourn in Victoria. We'll talk to him about that and the chances he has today for his mum and dad. Regan Todd will drop in, and uh, he's got couple of really good winning chances uh, there today. A stable that's had an excellent season. In fact, an excellent last couple of seasons. So there's some of the guests that we'll be having on the show today. Overnight, uh, Kiwi success at Menangle, South Coast Arden. These days trained by the Fitzpatricks, uh, by Gavin. And uh, he was very tough, actually. Found the front, 150.9 career win. Number 18 for the son of some beach somewhere. It's a good Night for the Stivens, the Arden uh, logo, if you like. Stella Arden winning about her third or fourth uh, race since going across to Jack Trainer. Cam Hart was in the bike, didn't get there by much, but still won pretty nicely. And one Magic Kenny, who uh, continues on his winning way, formerly trained out of the Dunbarn. That was win number 11 for him. And uh, he's done a pretty good job across there. That was out of Menangle last night, but last Friday night at Addington Raceway, there was a demolition job in race number one. Let's go back and find out what unfolded. It's so easy in Brother Love, 29-8 third quarter. Aroha Kenny opens up. Williamson had a good look over the right shoulder and he's barely moved here aboard the fave. Leads by four, he had another good look. He might not be in any danger here. Aroha Kenny, four, five, six lengths in front. It's so easy, not as bad as a look fighting out second. Then came Izzyer, but that is very, very easy. Have a look at that. She did it with about seven gears left. If they have that many. Aroha Kenny by six or seven. Yeah, brilliant performance uh, by Aroha Kenny. Dominated uh, outside the leader and actually ran away and hid. Uh, this is a horse that Phil and Bev took to Australia. His uh, immense ability was in a fresh condition and, uh, well, just delivered and delivered in spades. It's trained by Phil Williamson, owned by his wife Bev, driven by his son Brad. It was a Williamson affair, as it will be at Omaru today. Uh, very good morning to you, Philip. Yeah, how are you, Greg? I'm excellent, thank you. How's well, Let's just set the scene for a start for Omaru. Now, normally this would be the start of the season down there, but as we know, the birth date has changed, but it's the first meeting there for a while. So what can the viewing public and those who want to be on course expect weather-wise there today? <laughs> well, it's not the best day, actually, Greg. It's quite overcast, but um, fine. I'd say like cloudy and cloudy but fine, which means it's not that warm because the sun's only getting out occasionally through the clouds. So cool day, but I guess... Uh, 
uh, getting to the end of winter, it, it's probably, people would say it's a pretty reasonable day. That was a pretty good effort, Philip, because you are a horse trainer, not a uh, weatherman. So thanks for the update uh, there. Let's go back to Friday night and this filly that, well, you thought she'd go good in a fresh condition. Did she go beyond your expectations or have you always thought that come her three-year-old season or the latter part of it anyway, that uh, she would be more than capable of footing it with the best? I know she wasn't up against those on Friday night, but she looked like she'll handle them when she does. Yeah, yeah, we've always liked her, Greg. The, the thing is, um, you know, probably needed to mature a little bit and that's taken place and, uh, you know, in, a, in that kind of race she, she, from a nice barrier, uh, she looked she looked hard to beat. I never like to say a horse is a good thing, but um, probably nearly, nearly as close to it as you can get without being, uh, you know, over overconfident because she's very solid trotter and um, speed, manners and stamina so you sort of got a, a good package and she's only just um had a handful of starts so you know she's kind of she's pretty willing and uh yeah she ended up had to do it the tough way it wasn't a pretty watch if you're on at short odds but um <laughs> the end result was at the end but um you know she had to work outside them and to sit outside them and run away from them was was pretty good effort now, you've been associated with so many good trotters in your time, Phil, and I'm not suggesting at this stage of her career that she's going to get to some of the heights of the one-over Kennys and the, and the like, but where does she sit in your mind and what are her major targets in this campaign? Well, she sits right up there as a pretty good filly, that's for sure. Um, capable of racing against likes of Marks One, I mean, or, you know, like she's the yardstick by far and, and was clearly the best at two and, uh, you know, and three. So, um, you know, she's the yardstick. And uh, can we get close to her? Well, we definitely get a lot closer to her than we did on the last campaign, I'll, I'll put it that way, because um, we came back from Australia and um, we were probably... Uh, not at our best, and she raced below, well below her best. So I'd say you'll see a much better horse race in those nicer fillies races coming up than than that. So uh, how much class has she got? She, she's handy. She's definitely going to work her way up through the grades and win win some races. But I wouldn't like to call her a one over Kenny or anything like that because she was exceptional and won a million dollars. So you never want to be going there. But um, yeah, no, she'll put her own hand up, I think, and be, be pretty nice. All right, she'll take her place with all, all things being equal in the Trotting Oaks, that horse you were talking about, High Energy's a $3 yep. favourite for that, and uh, your filly now into $7, splitting those two, Sunny Sister $5, and the same price for Walking on Sunshine for the Baggeries, who's already done a pretty good job. So where do we see her next, Phil? Yeah, well, we'll just uh, give her a little easy time for the next couple of weeks and maybe look at the Jasmine's Gift. I know that's going to be a really tough race, but it's at our back door. Um, she knows her way around the track well at Omaru here. Um, you know, Nathan's bringing his star filly up, or mare up now. Uh, she's four-year-old, I guess, and uh, only off getting a 10-metre start on her will be very difficult. But, you know, I think it's just a, a, a quite a nice stepping stone race. It's got um, family connections with being the Jasmine's gift, so so we'll have a crack at it. I, you know, I know um, Nate's one has got X Factor, so um, 
you know, it'll probably be too good, but we'll we'll have a race there next, Greg, and then then look to come to Addington perhaps for, you know, aiming at, at races like like the Phillies race, and and I think there's a hundred grand one there at the end of it too. So, yeah, we'll have a look at those. All right, is she good enough to take on the boys? Do you think, Phil? Just just as a final question, is 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 the the oh. motors there to be able to do that? Well, she got Down close the to track, the Derby winner as a two-year-old, yeah. but but you know that's just um, her form line will tell us. You know, like if she if she's winning against uh, you know the fillies without racing marks one or, or just winning in the grey, then we probably wouldn't be scared of them too much. But um, in saying that, um, you know she's she's still only a three-year-old, so we won't be wanting to be too tough on her. But it, her, she'll put her hand up if she's looking like she's up to that. She did just before we get the other night. To be fair, oh, she did. Yep, plug's still in, and Brad not moving. So, um, yeah, it was a pretty impressive performance. No question about that at all. Just while we're talking about the Phillies, uh, the filly you won first up with at Addington Empire City, the one by Volstead. Where's she? Because she couldn't have gone any better at her first race day start. No, no, bit of quality there too, Greg. You know, we're, we've got a, I've got a nice team without getting carried away and saying, you know, there's there's a star there, but. Um, Got a really nice team at the moment. Everything we've got is uh, better than than uh, you know uh, a wee bit. Well, I'd say probably but better than average, and she's certainly that as well. And uh, she's back in work. She's back doing fast work, and she'll she'll be ready to race in the very near future. Um, if two year old races get off the ground, I certainly won't be running her in a faster grade. I mean. Uh, Ideally, a filly like her, a one-win trot would be great, but they very seldom card them. They don't seem to, uh, you know, they've got the rating system, so you've just got to go with it. But, I mean, when you get rated after you win your first one, and if you go across and you come out against, you know, 35 to 50s, um, there could be horses in there that have won, you know, eight, eight or ten races, and uh, I wouldn't like that to do that to her. So she'll just wait for two-year-old race to actually get off the ground rather than, the other day when we nominated, there was no nomination. So people are probably a month away yet from, or six weeks away from, from being ready to get out there and race the two-year-olds. And when, when that happens, she'll be there because she'll be ready. She's She's been getting through some nice work um, since since the wee break. I gave her a wee spell just to freshen her up and it's worked out ideal. She's, she's a lovely little filly, does everything right at home. She's a strong filly and uh, she just needs to improve on where she uh, put the line in the sand to be, um, you know, to be a threat to most of them, I think. All right, you were just talking about the two-year-olds uh, there and maybe being a month behind. Do you think most of the trainers are starting to get their head around the change of uh, birth date? And how have you found it? Yeah, well, the thing is, you know, if you see a race carded <laughs> and you think, oh, I'll go there and, and you're the only one nominating, it kind of makes you look, you know, like you shouldn't be... Uh, probably uh, in the same, well, others are waiting, so, um, you know, you sort of have to fall back and wait yourself. So, uh, but we could run in a maiden race with some of them and, and maybe uh, take a step there like she did. It's, um, I like them to be well-schooled a bit, Greg, because if you go and just wait for the nice race to come around, um, you know, best you be ready. And uh, the lead-in races, uh, you know, they'll, they'll be pretty, there'll be nothing easy, that's for sure. There's a few nice two-year-olds around and, uh, you know, I know it's going to be tough, but um, it's exciting going forward, having nice horses, and we've got a couple there. And as you say, we all know the programs out there that 
that you can follow for the young, for the, for the nicer races. But it's just ordinary two-year-old races. If they could get some of them off the ground, it would be, it would be handy in preparation, because um, you know I think you do need a little bit of practice, especially with a two-year-old. Yeah, definitely. Hey, of your older horses, the Row Cup winner, Love in the Port, um, Majestic Man, is he spinning around again? Yeah, yeah, no, they're both both pleasing me. I couldn't be more happy of, with where they're at, but um, of course they're, they're very good horses, so you'd expect them to be pleasing you. But um, no, they're both pretty forward now to um, to make a resumption. It's just when we go, um, they could race in the next, uh, you know, two or three weeks. I don't think I'll go next week. I think the first one might be next week, but yeah, that might be yep. a wee bit soon. All right, but so that's I'll the Basil Dean. Um, you might yeah, be there for say the Ordeal Cup. Maybe on the 8th, yeah, I think it's about the 8th of September, yep. Yeah, I'd say they'll probably make that. All right, well we look forward uh, to seeing them. Right, couple of chances uh, today, Phil, as we uh, head to your local meeting. First of those does go around in race number three, Kenny's Charms, a breed uh, we often talk about because they've been so successful. What about her today? She is uh, fresh up. Have you been happy with what she's doing? The putters have uh, held her firm at $2.30. I think that was the bookmaker's opening price. Uh, what are your expectations, uh, you and Bev, for her chances today? Uh, I'm expecting her to go really well, Greg. She's she's got a lovely lovely manners. Uh, perhaps once you've taken the first half a dozen steps, I, I would always say that with a maiden trotter, you know, like uh, that. It's, it's she's not in concrete, but she will be in concrete as far as trotting if she gets first few steps right. Because um, yeah, she she's a beautiful trotter, gate wise, um, ability wise. She's got a nice turn of foot. But she will probably need to be driven, uh, what would I say, a little bit conservative first up because it's a mile and five, 2,600, and uh, we feel like um, like I wouldn't want to see her doing too much work. She's not the sort of horse that can go and, uh, like our Kenny and go and give them a mauling, you might say. she would, She's more of a driver with a bit of respect, and uh, if she gets a nice run, she would be hard to beat, I think. She will come over the top of most of them. But we wee bit of a question for the mark for the punters that she'll probably be driven with a sit rather than uh, can just trot to the front and 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 uh, you know race better that way. She definitely races better with a sit, so I'd prefer that. So you know I'd have that one wee question mark. But if she got a nice trip, she'll be tough to beat. Those boys of yours, there's the odd time, Philip, that when you give them advice, they, they don't listen. Do you reckon Brad would have listened this time? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, as I say, once you hand them the reins, Greg, yeah, <laughs> uh, mum and dad can't have no further uh, say in, in what goes on. But yeah, no, I just know that she's she's not the strongest horse. So you know, you'd like to to think that um, for a future that we we look after her a little bit in the early racing. And uh, but she she is a nice wee filly and she'll do a job. But it's just I wouldn't want to see her um, trying to run them into the kitty litter. Put it that way. All right, moving on from her, a horse that has been doing that and has just had a remarkable season, Jimmy Carter. I know he's been a frustrating horse at times, but, geez, had a cracking season. He's honing in on 60000 for this uh, year already. He was excellent in the winter final there at Addington Raceway where he just completely dominated them. Is there any reason why today? 30 metres is never easy, but he is at home, so uh, any reason to think that he, he won't go pretty close again in race number nine? No, Greg. I think he will. He, he'll be hard to beat. He's 
he seems to be in the zone and um, I guess with a horse that can be a wee bit fractious is the only thing probably not racing for a month or so. Uh, he'd be a little bit, maybe a little bit of a concern the first piece, but because he's off 30 with a couple, I think he should be fine. And um, he, as I say, he'll, he'll be tough to beat because he, he does like it here at Omaru. No travelling, which sometimes can be a little bit of a thing with him. He gets a little bit nervous. So I'd say I'd say he'd definitely be tough to beat. All right. couple of chances today to you and Bev, uh, the entire Williamson clan, all the very best. Uh, looking forward to Hannon Day, which is not that far away now, uh, uh, Phil, on Sunday the 17th of September. And when you look through the races on the card, you, you mentioned the Jasmine's Gift and the clash with Hidden Talent with maybe your filly. Uh, you've got the Diamond Creek Farm Juvenile Stakes there. There's an Everly R Heat, and obviously there's the Group 3 Hannon as well. So uh, that'll be a big day for the locals there. We wish you well today and appreciate you coming on Trot's Talk. Yeah, thanks very much, Greg, and all the best to the, to the punters. Hope they have a good day. Cheers. All right, hopefully they will too, and if they follow those uh, famous colours of Philip Williamson, who's done a remarkable job uh, over the last 30-odd years, you think about some of our very best trotters and uh, or trotting trainers, and you think of him, you think of Paul Nairn, um, and the likes of uh, Tony Hurley in the north and in recent times with his stars. And, yep, they're just, uh, just great people and great horse people. And today, when he says he's got two winning chances... Uh, he was a little bit conservative, if you like, around Kenny's charm, but you'd imagine if she got the right sort of run that she would be winning, and he's ultra-confident there with Jimmy Carter, who's now into $2.50. 741 wins. That's how many uh, wins Phil Williamson has had. 741. A remarkable uh, career, uh, given he only kicked things off with his first Trotting winner in 1993, so he's done that in less, all around about 30 years, probably 30 years almost to the day. All right, time for us to take a quick break here. You'll listen to Trot's Talk, uh, brought to you by HRNZ. Go to hrnz.co.nz for all the information you need about this wonderful sport of harness racing, including all the previews, reviews, tips, videos. It's all there for you. On the other side, we'll try and find you a couple of winners with the Southern Man segment. I'm a Southern Man. I got the south in my blood, and I'm gonna be here till I'm dead and well dead. Yes, welcome back in to Trot's Talk, brought to you by Harness Racing New Zealand. It's a welcome back to Canterbury, to New Zealand, for our next guest, which is Ben Hope. Got to Addington Raceway on Friday night. Nice to see him back on track, although you didn't have much luck there. Ben, very good morning to you. How you going, Greg? Yeah, no, it's good to be back. Uh, yeah, obviously didn't have the best day on Friday, but in saying that, uh, there's always another day, and, and today's that day. So uh, hopefully we can get the success on the track today. All right, let's talk about uh, Victoria and hanging out at the Brent Lilly Stable. Tell me about the experience and what are some of the things you learned? Yeah, no, it was really good, uh, Greg. Uh, you know, Australia, it's, uh, you know, obviously very busy over there. It's... Uh, there wasn't many times we didn't have races on, and if we didn't have races, usually there was trials. So it's a, a pretty flat-out lifestyle uh, with the racing. Um, but it was a break that I th- thought I needed a little bit. Um, I've obviously been at home, you know, uh, majority of my life. I've never worked for another trainer, so it was good to... Uh, I thought it was a good time of the year to 
see how the other half level goes. And um, yeah, I uh, definitely don't regret going over. It was uh, you know a great decision, and but at the same time, I am uh, you know happy to be home. I bet you regretted it a couple of times. I saw how cold it was at some of those out-of-town race meetings. Um, man, I know it gets cold here at Canterbury sometimes, but uh, Victoria can be even worse. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, uh, a lot of people have said to me, uh, you know, you're coming back to the cold, but no, it's pretty cold in Melbourne. So, uh, you know, pretty similar weather types, really. I know you got a winner. Um, how was that over there? Yeah, yeah, I had a couple of winners there and a few place getters. Uh, I probably didn't have, you know, too much success. But in saying that, uh, I learned a lot from the trip. Um, and, uh, you know, it wasn't just about going over there and sort of driving at different tracks. It was more just, uh, you know, just having a bit of a break and, um, you know, just getting myself refreshed uh, for uh, the spring racing that's about to come. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really happy to be back and, and really hungry to, uh, you know, drive well. So, you know, looking forward to the next you know, next few months. It wasn't a bit of a fact-finding mission for a big trotter that's a bit of a star, which is not too far away from coming back to the track, was it, Ben? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It's, uh, yeah, it's good to have him back, really. I, I fast-worked him yesterday, and he, he felt phenomenal. So, um, you know, yeah, he, he was yeah, he was awesome. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to him coming back. Muscle Mountain we're talking about uh, there. Of course, he's a hot favourite for the Renwick Farms Dominion. Do you think he'll get to Australia on a campaign this time? Is that something you guys are hoping for? And I'm not putting you on the spot here, but, gee, I'd love to see him take them on. Yeah, absolutely. No, um, you know, I, I don't think we'll be targeting the Inter-Dominions. I don't think that's his type of series, but um, the Great Southern Star is definitely a series that does interest us, and um, all going well, um, that will certainly be on the radar. All right, we look forward to seeing uh, his progress. Uh, what's his likely first start? And I know your mum and dad train the horse, but uh, are we likely to see him in the next few weeks or is it a little bit uh, further beyond that? Uh, no, he's pretty ready to be fair, Greg. Like, if we really wanted to, I, I honestly think the way he felt yesterday, he'd be ready for the Basil Dean next week. But uh, that's not on the radar. He'll be planning to just, you know, tick away quietly at home. Uh, I think there's a trial about the 30th of August or 1st of September. He'll be going to the trials then, and then uh, he'll race in the All-Deal Cup. So that will be his, his first race up back. All right. Be great to see him back there on the 8th of September. Let's get into your chances today, uh, Ben. And we start with race number three. Four-year-old Mayor Love walked in. What are we expecting today? I think this one hasn't trialled this time in, is it? Uh, no, she's had one trial. Uh, she uh, she trialled on Wednesday. That's just been at Rangura. Um, Ooh, the, I missed that. The team at home, yeah, the team have been, you know, reasonably happy with her. Um, she trolled, you know, pretty nice the other day. They went a nice time and, and she got a good third. Um, so I think the pretty soon. I doubt it would be today, being the fact that she hasn't raced for a long time and the one at Paul Williamson's looks uh, pretty hard to beat. So, um, you know, if she's running on, we'll be we'll be happy. All right. What about Belongna in race number six? You would have been impressed uh, at what she's been able to achieve in two runs today. Yeah, absolutely. No, she's uh, she's been very uh, you know very good. Um, before I went to Australia and I qualified her, and she uh, she qualified. She would do a nice job, and she's certainly done that. So um, yeah, wide draw doesn't help, and the likes of Black Mac and and Tartan Raider look like. Uh, 
obviously nice chances from their you know better draws, but I'd like to think we'll be uh, we'll be. All right, Ben's on his way down to Awamaru. We'll see if we can get these last two horses in. Ben, crazy in love? Yeah, crazy in love. Yeah, not the worst trotter. Um, she's actually had a foal, so she uh, hasn't raced for a while. Um, she's got ability, and um, she is capable of doing a nice job this time in, but she's not foolproof, and uh, she will need the run. So she's probably a bit like the love walked in. We'll be looking to step away, and if she's running on and doing everything right, I'll be happy. All right, Mossdale, Ben was your last winner before you went to uh, Victoria. Um, I know you've always had a, a huge opinion of this guy. He's first up uh, today, or fresh up today, uh, since his last run back in June. It is the uh, Waitaki Hotel Kurao Cup. You're back off 20 metres alongside Life of Art, who looks one of the harder ones to beat along with uh, Bluto. Uh, what are your expectations today with Ben? Yeah, he was my, my last winner before I left, and I, I think he could be my next winner back, to be honest. Um, I just, he trolled the other day. He was a little bit rough, but there was a reason for that. He was gonna, I felt like he was going to win the troll, and he was going to beat a few nice horses. Um, he is a nice horse. I obviously respect uh, Buto and Life of Art's been going very well, so they'll obviously be the two hardest to beat. But um, I do think my fella's a nice horse. But I'm, I'm pretty sure parents are going to be nominating for the New Zealand Cup. Not thinking he's going to be winning it, but think he's good enough to uh, to line up in the race. So, um, yeah, um, even though he's fresh up, I, I do think he'll go very well, and um, yes, I am a big fan of the horse. All right, is he your best chance, or is it a close yeah. photo between him and Bologna? Uh, I say myself, Ben. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I do think he's pretty ready to go. So, um, Bologna's not the worst. Um, she can money too, but yeah, I'd say myself, Ben, would be my best draw. Hey, great to have you back, Ben. Thanks so much for your time on Trot's Talk. Good luck today. Yeah, cheers, Greg. It's good to be back. All right, that's uh, Ben Hope driving for his mum and dad uh, today. Four chances. He thinks Mossdale Ben. Well, punters, uh, you've been given some good information from Phil Williamson around his two chances, and uh, Ben Hope thinks Mossdale Ben's his best chance, and it's nice price uh, still in the cup there today. Just checking that uh, for you. To get the latest odds there, Mostel being four dollars and eighty cents. Right, John Morris has joined us on uh, line. Morning to you, Johnny. Morning, Greg. Thanks for taking the time out to have a chat to us. Like Ben Hope, you're on your way south to the Oamaru meeting. So let's whip through your chances. Uh, first of those, uh, Johnny comes up in race number three. Bolt Troubles, the name of the horse. Uh, just had the one start that was at Omakau back at Christmas time, and. Uh, Eddie Murphy brings this one to the races fresh up today. Yeah, um, I, yeah he had a couple of weeks down this trouble, so I think, a while ago, so he's second for a big spell, and, um, yeah, he's done a bit of work with him, and apparently had a trial. I just got to talk to Eddie to see how he went, so, yeah, um, yeah, we'll just see. He's more of a horse to just sort of watch, really, at the moment, and just see how he goes, but, yeah. Yep, um, finish second. I've got, one in the, I've got one in the first, too, though, Greg, that's probably a favourite, so... Right, right. Um, up. Well, we we can we can head back to that first then. Yep. Ultimate Council. Tell tell me about this one for yeah. Nigel Perkins. Um. Yeah. No. He's really going really nice. He's probably a good chance good chance today. Anyway, he's improving with every run. And, um. Yeah. Nigel's done a good job with him. So. Um. Yeah. I'm pretty pretty happy with him. So I'm freaking he'd be a good chance. All right, last start third behind Mark My Words, who has gone on with it since then. So, uh, yeah, the form line pretty strong. And just having a look at the odds in race number one, 
He is currently $4.20. He's second favourite in behind rock and roll graduate Mr. Teddy in the market at $4.50 too. Best trio in race number four, Johnny. Uh, again, you're driving for Dean Taylor, who you've had such a good association with. Smallish type of field. Last start fifth in behind Bryce's medal. What did you make of that, and what are you hoping for from best trio today? Um, well, he's probably just been a bit in and out in his form at times, but he's definitely a lot better than that. Um, he didn't steer very good the other night. Dean said he was going to rectify it a wee bit. Um, he ran out a bit, and it probably cost me running fourth. I just couldn't quite let him go, hence why I just run fifth. But, um, yeah, he probably should have went a wee bit better than that, and he felt like he would have if he'd go straight. So it's probably more just a place chance today, just hoping everything goes a bit better for him. But, yeah, he... I'm picking he'll start to hit form with a grass track start anyway. Yeah. All right, one to follow uh, then, best trio. Race 7, MC Squared's a $31 chance. Uh, she's fresh up for Mike Heenan. Yeah, um, yeah I think uh, she'll probably need to run, but I think she has had a trial. But, um, yeah, no, I'll just wait to see what Michael says. But, yeah, on its day, when it's going good, it's actually gone some quite tidy races. So, had a break and everything, so hopefully it's sort of on the way up. All right, into the Kura Cup, your own horse, Harrison, who you've done such a good job with. $8.50 chance, last start performance, second at Addington Raceway behind Ulta Meteor. That's a terrific form line, but it's a pretty deep Kura Cup this year, Johnny. Yeah, well, it's definitely stronger than last year. Um, it's one thing, sort of looking at the field. Um, I think we had the same conversation on this day last year going to the races, Greg. And, yes, uh, we did. I've got to go away, and I'm still worried about that too. So it's just the standing start manners with him. But um, if if he did go away, I've never had him better. So I think he would go a very good race if he stepped. But as I say, there's a very big, you know, it's a real. It's, I don't even know if it's fifty-fifty really with him. You just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. All right, well, let's hope you get it right because uh, he does have a very big motor and he did win on uh, this day last year, as you quite rightly point out. Gee, you've got Galleon's Ambassador flying, the mare by Love You, owned by some pretty big names in the game, um, the the Williams and the Andersons and a few others, Clellan Murdoch. So um, you got the win at Addington in the Winter Rewards race and then she backed that up and she was, well, I'm going to say, Johnny, even better when she beat It's So Easy. Yeah, well, she's um, just sort of been coming right, I think, in the winter racing sort of suits her. But, um, yeah, she's getting better all the time. And, um, yeah, she's always been a nice horse. I had a lot of time for her and we had a few issues. And I was very fortunate the owners have been very patient. And uh, they took the time with her to um, let her reach her potential anyway. But, um, yeah, she'll do a nice job. I don't know if she'll go the whole way, but I think she'll do a pretty good job. But all the same. So, yeah, right. I think she'd be a good chance today, but as I say, it's a, it's a strong field as well, and particularly Jimmy Carter, like, really hard race. But, yeah, I think she's a good yeah, place chance with the right run as well. Johnny, you finish your day with Barnstormer for Dean Taylor, $3.80 uh, pop, and always a chance in these types of races. Yeah, he's um he's definitely got the motor, this horse, but um he's had sort of a checkered sort of few runs and things like that, but... um. Yeah, I'll probably, even from the draw, I'd just look to be driving for one run because I think it's just best saved for one run at them if I can. So, yeah, if I could just tuck up in the running winder on the fence somewhere, it would be really nice. Just He's definitely capable of winning, but, yeah, hopefully he just gets the right run because he's definitely got a good turn of foot. So, 
Johnny, few Definitely chances. Yeah, you got a few yeah. chances uh, today. Your second favourite in the driver's challenge, uh, $4.25 and behind the local lad, uh, Maddie Williamson. It's never easy to just label one of them, but w what do you think's your best chance at Omaru today? Um, well, just on the field and his manners, I just have to say ultimate counsel to be fair because he's just been going really well and improving all the time and um, yeah I just think he's got great manners and things so I, re I think he'd be the best chance anyway. Yeah, well, it's the old uh, presenter's curse. If you skip over one, they always line up and win, and I managed to do that. So <laughs> let's hope let's hope that's the case uh, today, mate. And just so you know, I got that job done with Malcolm Shin, so uh, look out for his show one-on-one -on -one in the next month or so. Um, thanks for your help in making that happen. Oh, no, very good. It was, um, yeah, I know he probably didn't want to do it, but... Um he, I, I, one day he said, oh, I might not mind doing it one day, so it was good anyway to get it done. It'll yeah, be a got, great story anyway, got, got the job done, uh, Johnny. Hey, and I hope you get <laughs> it done today there at Omaru too, mate. All the very best. Very good. Very good. Thanks, Damon. Happy punting. All right, that's uh, John Morrison with a few chances there today, including race one. He's very keen on the chances uh, of the Nigel Perkins-trained Ultimate Council at $4.20. Time for us to take a break here on Trot's Talk, brought to you by Harness Racing New Zealand. Go to hrnz.co.nz for everything you need to know about the sport. Find yourself a winner. Have a look at some of the backstories on there too. On the other side, Regan Todd. We'll have a chat to him about his chances today. Welcome back in to Trot's Talk. Hope your Sunday is progressing well. Regan Todd's joined us on the line. Uh, very good morning to you, Reg. Hey, hey, Greg. Thanks for having me, mate. Yeah, no, no problem at all. Uh, before we get into your chances today, just wanted to touch on the performance of Herb the other night, uh, taking on a, a pretty hot sort of field, one by Sinbad, who beat at Stablemate with style, but he's only had two starts, and, gee, there was a lot to like about not only his first up run, but his second run too. Yeah, I was absolutely wrapped up on mate. Like, he, he did get chucked in the deep end, but, you know, sort of like I said, he, he, he did need a run. He, he didn't need a race for three weeks. So, But to race Derby horses and sort of horses that have been in, you know, premier races, his second start was a big ask, but, yeah, he didn't disappoint. Where do you take him next? What's your plan? Uh, I'm going to race him again next week and just see how we go. But if he sort of if he keeps stepping up like he is, we might sort of look at the Derby later on in the year. But um, I just do think he's, he's a sort of horse that's going to get better with time as well, mate. All right, Lavra Solitaire, who got its maiden win last time, had to be taken out of race number one. No, nothing major there. Uh, she just had a wee heart fib and track work, mate. So hopefully nothing major. Usually they bounce back pretty quick from that. So. We'll just reassess things next week and, and see where she's at. But there's some yeah, some good um, Mears trots coming up, so it'll be good to aim her for those. Regan, you're sitting on about 17-odd wins for the season thus far, and you haven't had as probably as many starters. Is that because you've moved a few on, or is the race team about to launch? Uh, about to just rip right into it, really. We've, just, we've sort of only been racing a couple of weeks, but this week we've had 13 off the place, so... Uh, yeah, sort of the next six months going to be pretty full on and hopefully there's, there's a few there that can win some races for us. Uh, Treacherous Miss, one of those, went around at the trials on Wednesday. Yeah, she went good. She went good. So she's going to have a couple um, starts. Shortly might put in a Nibbly R heat coming up and um, her and Treacherous Gal sort of aim for that race all going well. 
Yeah, she trolled too, didn't she, uh, during the week? And, and, and the well, it was a decent trial, wasn't it? It was, it was a fair bit of depth in that one. Yeah, yeah, beach ball and that. They went 228. So we, we never pulled her out. She just needed a bit of a blowout. And um, no, she, she came through that great. And yeah, just looking forward to her first starts. Most likely there, Omaru on the 17th. All right, on Hannon Day there. Right, let's uh, have a look at these couple of runners today. Mighty Flying Superstar. Remember when this horse first came to the races, you said, there's a motor there, but the motor and the brain need to catch up. Have they? We, we are getting there. We are getting there. He's um, he's a hard man, this horse. He, he, he can run a bit, but he's, he's just taking a bit to learn the game, but he, he is getting there. And um, we've put some pull-down blinds on him today, and he, did, he worked super on them on Wednesday, just... When they come down, he just seems to put his mind on the job a bit more. All right, there's been money for this horse uh, too. It's a, a reasonable sort of a maiden to start first up. Uh, Artie Moore is there, or it's third start for your horse, but Artie Moore was good on debut, and Glenn Liddy Elvis is well in the market too. They've both been backed, but, uh, yep, there's certainly been some money uh, for your chance, uh, mighty flying superstar. What, what would you expect early over the, the shorter course of 2,000 metres from him? Uh, it just sort of depends. Like, like you say, Greg, it's actually quite a deep field, like Artmore and, and those ones, Demi Lee Elvis, Wave Watcher. He's, he's racing in some pretty good races, that horse, classic mission. So it's, um, it's just going to depend where he ends up early. He, he probably could hold his own out of the gate. And it just depends if Robbie wants to sort of put him in it early or, or just take his time. It won't sort of matter too much, but he probably wouldn't want to be um, burning the candle too much early. All right, three fifty into two dollars and eighty. The other horse you have in today is fresh up. The four-year-old by Better's Delight out of the dual Group One winner in O oh Baby Mawanga is his name. What's his prep been like? I know he's won a couple of trials, and has he developed into the horse that you mentioned probably twelve months ago? You hoped he might. Yeah, we are we are getting there. He's not the finished product yet, but um, it's sort of the reason why we're going down here today is because we need to keep him to stands just to keep him a bit more settled. We um, trolled Addington a couple of weeks ago, and he, he's basically tied to the gate. He just got too keen, so just trying to keep him quiet and just trying to educate him a bit still, because like you know, he's, he's only had five starts and he's won a couple, so he's jumped up there pretty quick. So it's just all about um, the education of this fella, really. But he's, he's come up great. All right, he's a dollar seventy-five today. Yes, it's a smallish field, and he takes on horses that he should be able to take care of. In saying that, Franco Messi has done a pretty good job in this campaign. Is another one that's a work in progress for Brenton Tim White, and when he's back for Andrew Forks, he's only had the four starts, but has won twice and went pretty well last time, albeit in a lesser grade, and has to give you ten meters today. Is is the price too short? Or are you confident off the back of those trials that he's in the right sort of space if he does things right that he should nearly win this? Yeah, he is very, very short. I will say that. But yeah, we are there to definitely down there to win it. But um, he, he is going to benefit a lot from the run. So just um, and and his manners, he's not a hundred percent in that department as well. So just got to watch him early. But if he does get a good run, he's he is very capable of winning it. All right, looks like you've got a fair bit ahead of you with uh, these types of horses, Mawanga and uh, Treacherous Gal and the likes that are about to uh, about to step, step out. Reg, uh, thanks so much for your time on this Sunday morning on Trots Talk. I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about in the next uh, month or six weeks around the Regan Todd team, so uh, go well today. Nice, thanks, Greg.
All right, that's Regan Todd, uh, who's based out of uh, Yoldhurst, the uh, Lavros Lodge, Kipros Kotzikas' place, where, of course, Robert Cameron uh, had such great success with horses like the Cup winner in Arakles and all of the Lavros's star, and who uh, was a Derby winner, of course, and many, many more winners. So uh, he's certainly uh, training from a wonderful facility there. We're going to take a short break. The final break here on Trot's Talk. It is brought to you by HRNZ. Go to hrnz.co.nz. Omaru today. They get things underway at uh, 12.43. The 10 race program there. There's a terminating pick six. All of the betting options available at tab.co.nz. And when we come back on the other side, we'll summarise what our guests have said today and hopefully get you uh, into a winner and make your Sunday a much more enjoyable day if you can find a couple of those. And your home straight uh, on Trot's Talk, brought to you by HRNZ. Go to hrnz.co.nz. Big thank you to our guests over this hour. And just to summarise uh, what they had to say, Phil Williamson, we chatted about uh, his winner on Friday night, Araha Kenny, but what's coming ahead for the likes of Empire City, Love in the Port, Majestic Man, uh, and he was uh, pretty keen on all of them. He's uh, got a lovely team around him at the moment. Uh, today, though, he has Kenny's Charm in uh, race number three, and uh, he felt it would be pretty hard to beat. Just on that, news coming through from the bookmaker's desk, the three best backed at Omaru today, Artmore race two, number three. Artmore race two, number three. Kenny's Charm race three, number four. And Bluto, who goes around in the Cup today, race eight, number four. Race eight, number four. Thank you to uh, Matt Peden for coming through with that information and just having a quick look at how much they've moved uh, in those markets. Uh, race two. Go back to that. Artmore's $9 into $4. $9 into $4. Kenny's Charm hasn't moved much. or oh, it has now. $2.30 into $1.90. Two thirty into a dollar ninety for Williamson gave her a nice push, but did say we'll need the right sort of run. And Bluto, who goes round in the Waitaki Hotel Kura Cup today, is five dollars into two dollars and fifty cents. Sarah O'Reilly driving for Brent and Tim White. We spoke to Ben Hope, spoke about his uh, trip across, of course, to Victoria. And his chances uh, today, and where Muscle Mountain's at. Expect to see him on the 8th of September in the Ordeal Cup. So uh, great to get an update on Muscle Mountain. His chances today, though, well, he's driving for his mum and dad. He's got a few, but he felt uh, Belonga and uh, Mossdale Ben, he thought, was his best chance in the Cup today. Uh, race 8 taking on Bluto and Johnny Morrison's Harrison. Uh, Mostel being at $4.80, race eight, number nine. And uh, John Morrison uh, has got several chances, including race number one, where I skipped over Ultimate Council. He quite rightly took us back to that horse and said it was his best chance of the day. So race one, number five, Ultimate Council for John Morrison. Driving-wise, Maddie Williamson is the favourite for the Drivers' Challenge out of Omaru today. Uh, no Rotorua, that meeting abandoned due to uh, the state of the track, so uh, just the one domestic harness meeting today for the horse lovers to get involved in. Uh, so 2.40 Maddie Williamson, 4.25 John Morrison, Sarah O'Reilly, who has the seven drives at 6.25, and Sam Thornley with the same number of drives, an eight 
$1 chance. So that is uh, Trot's Talk for this week. Next week, Michael Guerin will be back in the chair. He'll take you through wrapping up Addington Raceway. Big night there. The Morris Holmes Vars on Friday night and the Basil Dean as we start rolling in to these bigger race meetings leading to IRT New Zealand Cup Week the second Tuesday in November. Big thank you to Robbie pushing all of the buttons. All the very best on the punt today at Omaru. Bet responsibly, though, tab.co.nz for all that information.